Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Draymond Green got ejected uh, from a basketball game again. What is your major malfunction? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And now Green runs over Nurkic, and he'll be called for the foul. Oh, man. What's going on with him? I don't know. Personally, I feel like that brother need the help. Earlier on the show, Bengals running back Joe Mixon. Coming up, host of Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Senior writer for Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix. Plus, your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. A very entertaining uh, intermission here in our studio in between hours one and two um, on the Roku channel of this uh, Thursday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Chris Brockman was playing on his phone, speakerphone, Cage Brockman's uh, performance with his classmates at today's, I guess, Winterfest in his... Uh, uh, yeah, at his, his, at his school. At, at his, his preschool. preschool at yeah, his preschool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you do me a favor, Chris, and send that to Mike so we can play some of that later on? Sure, because it 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 it's it's great. It's it's it's, um, it's highly entertaining. It's very funny. Uh, just send it to Mike, and we'll 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 sweeten it. Mike, you can you can ride some faders yeah, to make it. You know, yeah, we'll make this it. is his son. Like this yes. is big At stuff. At one point, he had his beanie hat pulled over his head. Yeah, he wasn't having it in front of like, his whole like face. Fat Albert. Yeah, like literally, in, <laughs> like, there are no holes, like, in the, but in front of his whole face. <laughs> yep, that's my boy. Okay, such a goon. Fantastic, so but I, I mean, we don't need to. We don't need to see the video. No, I think it it's was, just we just need to hear it. It was very fun. They're yeah, doing later on. We, I think we've got some real estate. It's got to, a Wonka to play theme it. to it today. It was oh. very fun. Yeah. Oh wow. A very class was Is it sponsored? Oopa. Just like you know, like, like, the, yeah. NF, like the Monday night game was. You know, I'm looking at the pictures. Is it sponsored by Wonka. <laughs> They've got a nice, colorful background. It might be. Some was kids it, dressed up like Oompa Loompas. Is that the, is it, is that the uh, yeah. is that, did Timothy Chalamet go to that nursery Chalamet. school? Is that why it's a uh, <laughs> question? That's what I'm missing right now, to be here with you Do you guys. think anybody calls him Tim? Tim uh, Chalamet? Timmy? Uh, Tim. We should get Chalamet on the Timmy. show. He's always at Knicks games and playing ball outside right. at Rucker Park. Like, I bet you Chalamet's Hey, a listen, hand. Liz is on a roll right now. Yeah. Arnold was in this. The last two That's people true. in this chair. Well, I shouldn't well, say that. Say, last two that people in the studio yeah. was yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger exactly. and Adam Driver. Uh, as we all know, the last person in Brockman's chair <laughs> was Arnold. Yeah. I don't know. This is the baby chow he refused to sit in. I just I'll saw be the picture. back. Nice. I just saw the picture of you and Arnold blown up in the back on the wall and just seeing that chair there. We should have had Adam Driver scream more into the microphone. Yes. Oh, that's a great, great meme. Oh, my God. Great Jeff on it. I know. I, I tweeted it out when, when, you know, when Michigan was beating Ohio yes. State, you know, by, by, by a, they were, were they up by 10 in that game at one point? 
Yeah. I think they were up 14 yes. 3 or something like yeah. that. I'm like screaming more. Yeah. By the way, Adam Driver owes us a picture of some Jordans. So, yeah. That's a good point. Hey, we'll, are we'll you have get, him do it when he comes back. Are you getting uh, my favorite Ohio State quarterback? Great question, Ridge. A lot of Kyle McCord rumors swirling around the okay. old transfer portal. All right. uh, it looked like he was going to Nebraska. Canceled that. Well, late it's because aren't they getting that Rayola kid? Last night, and now the Syracuse rumors are popping up. Fran Brown, our new coach. Kudos, my man. You are killing it right now. Be careful. Don't do that to him. Last time you were talking about it. Well, we need, he's not on the show. We haven't had Fran call in so yet. You, would you do not <laughs> get him on our program. Ever. No birthday for wish. Those may not, for those who may not know what we're referring to, um, I, tr- I, I, by the way, I thought this was a nice it, gesture. It was a very great gesture. I was very surprised. It On your birthday. Very thoughtful. A few thir- Julys ago. Like four years ago, This maybe? was after Dino Babers had his best season as Syracuse football yep. coach. We yep. had him call in to wish you a happy birthday. Yep. And then the wheels fell off the program we wagon. Like, honestly, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Like, the air came out of the carrier dome. <laughs> Just the, the roof caved in uh, like there was a, like a pile of snow on it. Yeah. But Fran Brown uh, okay. got him from Georgia. He's killing it. Okay. Uh, flip, flipping four-star recruits. We got three of the top 10 players in New Jersey already. So I know we're back. That's good. And that's what Syracuse used to do, right? Used to do. We used to kill Going New to New Jersey. Jersey right. Yeah. So. Um, and, and I'm just upset about all the players leaving Michigan through the transfer portal. Wait a minute. They haven't lost a single one. Got Who it. is going to leave when you're still playing for the national championship? This is a great narrative that you guys are leaving out Excuse when, me. You, when Michigan Who people is tweeting out up. about, oh, this Texas guy is going to show up in USC, isn't he? The backup quarterback of the Longhorns just said, I love my teammates, but I'm out of here. Because uh, it makes sense for him to... Why? To, why? What do you mean, why? He's the backup. Excuse me. Florida <laughs> State didn't make it because their backup was Actually. apparently not good enough. And you were very on You're that one snap away I, I from this kid having to play against Washington. I don't see Washington. how they're related. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Does how Arch this Manning guy, play for Florida State? I'm confused. How could this guy Does sometimes not... the number one not, high school player play for Florida State? I'm just Is glad, that I'm just glad I don't play... Are you guys play, leaving out facts? Excuse me. I'm just so glad I don't play don't chess do against you because if you ever get checkmated, you're just like, I'm out of here. I'm just not going to play anymore. I just checkmated you. Frank used to do you just me. got checkmated you, at the back of his in, in what way did you checkmate me? I said Michigan hasn't lost any players to the transfer They're portal. And you're like, which player would leave because there's a national championship on the line? I pointed out the backup quarterback of the Texas Longhorns has left the program I'm sorry, in does, advance does of this Arch game. Does Arch Manning play for me? Like, I'm, I'm confused. No, Arch Manning may have to play if he's not ready because Quinn Ewers, you're, this kid who left was one snap away from having to potentially be the guy that Florida State, I guess, wishes they had because Florida State got left out because their backup was playing. But this and guy's not, not, not going to play next year because Quinn Ewers is staying. So now is the time to go. Oh, okay. So the Michigan won't have any of those people. They don't have any of those people. It's just a weird argument that Michigan people are using. TJ, would, <laughs> you, che- would you check in on this? You sometimes I, check out when the two of us have I'm out of here. I'm not checking out. I'm like, I think he's got a point and you've got a point. Thank so you. That's why oh, I kind of stand my back God. It's a just, soup that eats like a meal <laughs> over there, huh? <laughs> I just let you guys Come know. On. Firmly on the fence. Good Lord. Like Mariucci picking splinters out of his... When I don't have Iron a dog. Mountain behind. When I don't have a dog in the fight, I okay. just shut up. All right. Well, we're just getting started. Oh, baby, we're just getting started here. Listen, let me update some people here. And 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your calls in a second, I promise. Mike Florio coming up. Let me just update some people around here, just in case if you're new around these parts. I see things for a living. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about a six sense sort of thing that I'm saying. I'm not. But what I do see are dead rules. I see dead rules. Okay, I see dead rules. Spoiler alert. Back in the day, all right, on NFL Network, before this show was even born, before it was an even an embryo in the thought of my head, I was seeing things. And I saw a dead rule in the tuck rule. I saw it. Tom Brady bringing the football down in the New England snow in the convergence of the greatest players in the history of University of Michigan football on either side of the football, converging in an NFL moment for the ages. Bringing the football down and it being ruled an incomplete pass was the proper call of the rule. I said at the time, what the hell is this thing all about? Mike Pereira, the head of the NFL refs at the time, came on NFL Network, said the tuck rule is necessary because it, it removes the gray area about when somebody's throwing it and when somebody's running it. And I'm like, excuse me, Mike, the tuck rule is the gray area. What better indication of your intention to no longer throw a football is there than bringing it from a throwing position down into something else? This movement is the motion to indicate you intend to run, no longer throw, or brace, no longer throw. So why are we using this as an indication of you intending to throw or still throwing it? What the hell is that all about? He fought back. Guess what happened a few years later? Uh, Let's start thinking about it. This tuck rule thing. Yeah, you kind of look at it and it doesn't make any sense. And what happens? Poof. Kaiser Soze. A couple years later, Des Bryant, sorry, TJ, in a playoff game, just like the tuck rule, shows you what people of his ability can do. Grown-ass men? Grown-ass men who are physical receivers who can catch a football and gain damn near 10 yards worth of ground while going to the ground. He can do that. You know who can do that a lot more now? A lot of other receivers. But at the time, he was one of the few who could catch a ball and in two steps gain a first down while going down to the ground and make a football act like, I'm going to try and score the damn touchdown now, even though I caught it right around the 12-yard line, 15-yard <laughs> line. I'm going to have the ability to get more yardage while catching it and upon hitting the ground, reach out, and try and score a touchdown, and the ball comes out. At the time, proper interpretation of the rule. I'm still not sure about that. Proper interpretation of the rule at the time. But at the time, it's just like, what the hell are we doing? If people in a bar, on mass can say that's a catch, why are we ruling no catch? And the refs are like, what are we doing? I don't know. We're going to take some time to talk about it. We need to look at it. The competition committee might talk about it. We'll take a look at unintended consequences. I don't think this is how they sound. Understand. <laughs> it might be. No, uh, but but they're, they're people that uh, I respect and I should be more respectful of. But they made the completely wrong move for a long time. Until. New catch rule. Is it perfect? No, it's not perfect. But are we removing stuff like this from the game? We have. We have. The stupid crap. Removed. <laughs> That happened, like, a couple times. Understood. I'm about to get my third. That trick. I have been howling at this moon, howling at this moon for quite some time. 
Why in the world, why in the world are we giving a football to a defense just because a ball is fumbled into the end zone an inch beyond the pylon? When an inch in front of the pylon, the offense still gets to keep it. Oh, the end zone. And Chris will soon give this opinion. I believe Connor Orr of Sports Illustrated wrote a very thoughtful piece on it. Did a great job. He echoed every point that I've been making for years. That the end zone is hallowed ground. And every single rule change in the NFL benefits the offense. Okay. So... I have no idea why a defense that has given up, say, let's go the full route here, 98 yards of ground. Because <laughs> there's so many 99-yard touchdown drives. Uh, we kind of saw one, you know, by Connor Murray against the Steelers. So, hey, let's just go for even half the field. Half the field. The defense has the fortune of that oblong piece of pigskin rolling around past the pile on an inch. But had it been an inch in front of it, the offense gets to keep it. I think it's stupid. I think when it happens in a Super Bowl, and it will, people will flip out, and it should be changed. And what did Troy Vincent, the head of football operations, say yesterday? That they're going to take a look at this play, which they have in the past. They have in the past, and they haven't changed it. But he said, question, to is it too punitive? Huh. Do we need to give them a chance well, again? On, and you read it. Excuse no, you, me. You added you, the huh. No, no. Can we hear him say this? Do, is we there audio to give, of this? do we need to give them a chance again? And you read this to say. Do we need to give them another chance? They already had their chance and blew it by fumbling. I can tell you with certainty. It is the way I'm reading it. Do we know? Do we, do we have audio? I have do we spoken have audio to people of this? In, who works for the NFL? And do we have audio not? of this? Excuse me. Chris, trust me when I say this. How do you doubt what I am saying? Because you're on the side how you want to read it. Because the way that I want to read it is the way it is being read. This is the way he did say it. It has been confirmed to me that they are really rethinking this right now. Do we, (laughs) and the ways, do we really, is it too punitive? And the way, put it up one more time, please, because this is what he is saying. 100%, do we need to give them a chance again? By giving the football back to the offense, perhaps where it's fumbled, perhaps at the previous line of scrimmage, do you come up with a reverse touchback that you do put it in the end zone? You still get the ball on the 20-yard line with the same down. Now the distance is longer. You can make it somewhat punitive if you do view the end zone as the hallowed ground that you do view it with. But this is happening, and I'm telling you, I know how it works. It is like a tanker. Turning around, it takes forever. It takes forever. This is a tanker being turned around. And I will tell you, and I don't understand why you doubt me, Christopher, because I told you about the tuck rule and I told you about the catch. I understand. I told you about Daniel Jones getting paid. And every time you say. I'm right about that. I don't (laughs) say you are right or wrong. I'm just saying. This is how it is. This is is how it is. This is what time it, in fact, is. I also don't understand the the focus on plays that don't ever happen. It's coming. The tuck roll literally happened once. That was a major once, though. The the catch roll literally happened twice. I get it. 
Calvin Johnson no, no, and Des Bryant. Well, I mean, but it's, it, it's also happened multiple other times, but nothing as egregious. When was the last time there was a fumble through the end zone? This year, I don't know. I don't know, but it's coming. I or, mean, or, or there may be like if you fumble it into the end zone and it goes out of bounds, the out of bounds is just like it's out of bounds in front of the pylon. You fumble it through the back of the end zone, you lose it. Like that may be uh, another compromise that they're looking at. How about if, if you fumble out of bounds anywhere on the field, the defense gets it? How about don't you know, fumble? Do you know back in the day, Chris, the rule was if it was an incomplete pass in the end zone, you lost the football. It was a turnover. That's a great rule, too. Oh, that's as dumb as I've ever heard. You don't believe that. No, I don't believe that. Okay. I do believe that you should not fumble. What I'm just saying is back in the day. Don't fumble? Come on. Don't fumble. There could have been your great, great, great grandfather was saying, why would you change that rule about an incomplete pass being a turnover in the end zone? The end zone is such hallowed ground. This is not as absurd as an incomplete pass. And you're like like Lieutenant Dan's family, one after another after another, (laughs) generation after generation after generation, served valiantly, but are definitely failed in the end. All I'm saying. Give the offense the ball at the 15. I know how it works. I can see how it works. You already screwed up. Why should you get another chance? When I saw this yesterday, I'm like, yes, it is happening. It is happening. It's coming. I don't think it gets changed. On Wednesday's show, Troy Vincent will join us. And we can ask him yourself. Say the line. Like we asked we asked Stephon Diggs saying, what the hell's going on? He, 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 he How will say, you say this? <laughs> so how, how, how did you say this? Well, he'll, he will say it. I will ask him the questions. Yeah. He 100% knows why I want him on and agreeing to it. Well, you're he, the loudest voice for this. I, I want to talk about this, the brotherly shove play, which he said that they don't believe they would ever take it out just because one team does it better than others. Or the hip drop tackle, too. That, is that, that, to me, my opinion, that's got to go. Yeah, but I, I don't know how you're going to codify it in a rule where yeah, it's called it, properly on the spot. It could be penalty, one of those. You like see, horse collar oh, my God. It, yes, I think that's the way it's coming. Yeah. Um, and then obviously a little bit of officiating talk. He fully knows. He has agreed. I'm on the show first up on Wednesday. The tanker is turning around. I will be proven correct. And then the question is you, you'll just have to tell me how you felt after the Red Sox finally won a World Series. How, like, what, what, what do I got to do next? It was like, pretty amazing. What's next? You just keep winning. What's next for me? You just keep winning the when most in the last 20 this years. does get changed, what will be next for me? You'll We're not going to apologize find, for winning. We will not apologize You'll for winning. You'll find something else. Correct. <laughs> I don't think it gets changed. Mike Florio's next. This is going to be fun because he takes my opinion. Chris Sims is on your side. Great. Is it? Handsome, well-named man <laughs> on my side. That's next. Your phone calls as well on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Thrilled to have here stopping by on the uh, Rich Eisen Show. You got his book over there, Chris? Hold it up, please. I got it. Let's hold do it, it up. Right hold here. it up. Bubba. Hold it up. Damn. You know, on our way home, everyone get it right now on Amazon. Uh, Mike Florio has written it, and all the proceeds go to a great cause. He's holding his own book right there. How are you, Mike? Good to see you. Good, good. I, I wrote most of the words in it, and I didn't have to look <laughs> many of them up. It's perfect in time for the uh, for the holiday season. Um, all right, your 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 uh, impression of what came out of the owners' meeting. What uh, what leaps out to you, Mike? I always think it's interesting when the press conferences that conclude a league meeting have a political tone to them. And I don't mean in the traditional politics sense, but mm -hmm. there's an objective here from the league office. The league office is trying to muster maximum support to get rid of the hip drop tackle. You don't have the commissioner and Troy Vincent, the executive VP of football operations, go to a podium and say this has to go unless you're trying to make sure that in March when they gather for the annual meeting, there will be at least 24 owners who agree that this has to go. So I'm always looking for that element where they're trying to set something up. And I think they're trying to get enough of us in the media to understand what the hip drop tackle is so we can explain to enough fans what it is and why it's a problem and why it's not an attack on defensive players and how defensive players can still do their job and why this is unsafe. And you were talking about star players being available to play games that would potentially be exported to another country. Yes. Well, if star players aren't available to play because they're injured from a hip drop tackle, like Tyreek Hill the other night, that's a problem. And, and so that was the big takeaway for me. They are determined to get rid of the hip drop tackle. They are making their case public. And I don't think they'd be so aggressive about it if they didn't have some concerns that it wasn't mm. going to be successful. You don't have to take this public if you just know we're going to get to the league meetings in March and we're going to get our 24 votes. So them talking about anything publicly you think is is a, a politicking moment 
where and it's an audience of 32. Is that what you're saying, Mike? I think that there's a wrinkle along those lines to it. If they weren't concerned about having the votes, they wouldn't be trying to make their case. They just wait until March and count the votes unless there's a PR element at play here where they want us to know. And they want us to be able to push back against those in the media who would just say, oh, well, this is stupid. I don't even know what a hip drop pack tackle is. Well, it's not that hard to figure out what it is. And Sims and I spent the first full hour of our program today talking about the various big picture items, the specific issues that that are going to be addressed by the NFL going forward. And the hip drop tackle was the biggest one, making sure people understand what it is and what your alternatives are to grabbing someone around the waist, twisting them and falling down on their legs in one fell swoop and potentially breaking their ankles. There are other ways to get guys on the ground. And and again, they want everyone. I give the league credit. You know, I say the league is often not proactive enough. They spotted this play. They spotted this trend. They recognized the risk. They've, They've identified it and given it a name, and now they're determined to get rid of it. Usually it doesn't happen that way, so I think the league's done a good thing here to to protect the health and welfare of players. And you are also, as you just showed right there, an observer of the language coming from the league being a high indicator of their intentions and a great indicator of their intentions. Um, and uh, I believe when there is a rule change in the ether, you'll sometimes hear, we're talking about it, but we don't really believe there's much um, I, I, momentum for it or a need. Uh, you'll hear sometimes, hey, you know what, it, it, it it's hardly ever happening, so why do we need to address it? But we'll still talk about it. And then you'll hear Troy Vincent say aloud, as he did into a microphone yesterday, about the ball being fumbled through and out of the end zone going to the defense, that rule that I have been howling about from this chair and everywhere else about needing to change. And hearing the same thing I just said to you, the setup, oh, what doesn't really happen, all that business. Him basically starting to opine about changing it and discussing it and saying, do we need to give the team that fumbles it another chance? And I heard that. I'm like, well, that's new. So do you think this rule is actually being discussed to change this time around? Yep. Rich, one of the many essays in Playmakers, the book that came out in 2022, is focused on what I believe and you believe is the worst rule in football. It makes no sense. It's an unfair punishment to the offense, and it's an unjustified reward for the defense. They've done nothing to secure possession of the ball, yet they're given possession of the ball. And it's as simple as the guy fumbles at the two, the ball trickles out of bounds just short of the pylon, it's the offense's ball at the spot of the fumble. If it nicks the pylon, the defense has the ball at the 20. It's never made sense to me. It's a vestige of days where they put a lot more importance on the end zone. In fact, there was a time when the forward pass, if it landed incomplete in the end zone, was a touchback. And the defense got it at the 20. But the fact that this was brought up not in reaction to some team getting screwed by it is significant to me because I always thought it would take a Super Bowl. Having it happen in the Super Bowl and millions of casual fans saying, what the hell was that to get it to change? I think they just recognize it's unfair. And the unfairness applies both ways. Offense and defense, it's just unfair to both teams involved that you would have that kind of a punishment coupled with that kind of reward when the defense has done nothing to secure possession of the ball. Counselor, you and I could be character witnesses in each other's presentation of facts at, 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 at if, if either one of us 
are called to uh, try this case. But because you are a man of law and a man of letters and understanding that there is another point of view, I present, uh, I guess, would you say you are the, uh, the public defender of the defense? Of this law, Chris Brockman, what would you have? What would you call yourself? What would you say? Sure, that that's totally that's totally fine. Okay. Uh, cherry picking a rule from when only a handful of teams actually use the forward pass, not a great argument. I expected more out of you, Mike. Oh, don't go. Don't make it personal. <laughs> no, State your facts. Hey, no, I'm just kidding. State your no, facts. I'm just kidding. But unfair to the defense. Literally every new rule favors the offense. So you want to do another one? Like you, yes. can't, you can't touch where yes. you can't touch receivers. Yes. Bill Polian, Bill yes. Polian no, your, your best. Do I need to help you make your best case? Your best case is talking about the no, the, just, just the end zone. That the end zone is a different piece of property yeah. as opposed to of the course. rest of the field. Literally, don't fumble. Just don't fumble. You're, the idea is the ball is sacred. Take care of the football. So you're going to get a do over for losing the ball. But Chris, why, why are we going to do this? But if the ball goes out of bounds at the one inch line, you still get possession. Well, guess what? Football's ball a game of inches. Football's a game of inches. The pylon. I think Al Pacino said that. It's a game of inches. It's a weird ball, weird shaped ball, so it takes weird bounces. That's just the way it goes. Like you just don't like something, so you want to change it. This literally happens. What? When was the last time it happened? Has it happened this year? These are it not- happened. Justin Jefferson week two. It happened. Week it's happened also. Two. Somebody else. Somebody else later in the year did it. The. Falcons, I think, had it happen in their first game against the Buccaneers week seven. But when it happens, it creates such an unsatisfying outcome. It doesn't for, make for whom, sense. For whom? Well, for the offense. But oh. every team has an offense. It's going to apply to all 32 teams equally. The rule helps everyone's offense. And and look, I think your better argument is that the end zone is sacred ground. Rich was going there. Chris Sims and I argue about this all the time. Yes. He calls the end zone North Korea. And if the ball goes in North Korea, you lose the ball. I mean, that, that's pretty extreme, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll ride with him since we agree. Well, I didn't know we were going geopolitical. Wow. It's the, it's the, but, uh, it, it, the 45th parallel? No, it makes a point. It makes a point. Yeah, the, you score a touchdown wow. if it creases the 45th parallel. I, I like I love it. it. Is that really? Okay. Well, you've got your Chris. I've got my Chris. and But I do believe hearing the language that I heard, that that's a shift. Would you not agree? That's a shift. Yes. That's a shift. Yeah. Troy Vincent doesn't send messages accidentally. He sends messages intentionally. <laughs> and I think that's being put out there for us to know that it's coming. And they just have to hope they get through this season and more importantly, through this Super Bowl without it happening. Because I have said for years, that's the moment when they will change it. So why not change it before that happens? And you and I are lockstep on that one. That is for sure. Um, so w- what do you think the uh, league is? Uh, the league, I mean, Roger Goodell did make an interesting point yesterday when everyone's like saying the officiating's an issue uh, and certainly what happened in Kansas City. And his answer is, well, they actually got a call right and you're complaining about it, essentially was his message. So what do you think is the state of officiating? You, you, you knew there would be a full-throated support of officiating from the commissioner and Troy Vincent, and that happened yesterday. But what what do you think is happening on that front right now? Well, and look, here's the caveat to what Goodell said. It's the point Dan Orlovsky made earlier this week on NFL Live on ESPN where he showed the various times Kadarius Tony was lined up offside earlier in the game. It wasn't called. If you call it once then, maybe he lines up right the rest of the game. Why do you wait until crunch time to throw the flag for something he's doing repeatedly? Rich, what I've been saying for years, they need to take the current officiating function, tear it down, and rebuild it 
reimagine it with all current technologies in mind. They'd been pushing for years, and it's still out there. I found the link to the website earlier today. Mm. A first down marker that is laser-based. So when you were in the stadium, you actually see the green line. It would be a green line that shows how far the team has to go to get a first down, and everyone can see it. Why not have a blue line that signifies the line of scrimmage? So we don't have to play this guessing game and you don't have to have a receiver looking to the line judge who's going to say yes or no. And you don't have to have this inconsistency. There's no guesswork. There's no misunderstanding. The line is there and everyone knows whether or not the guy's on the right side of it. No one has to engage in speculation about lining up because that has nothing to do with the game. If a guy's a foot over the line, it doesn't change anything. Why do we want to to put that burden on somebody if it's unnecessary? That's just one example of how you can completely reimagine officiating if you say we're taking every modern technology and infusing it into how we determine where and when and how the rules are complied with or violated and get rid of the two sticks and 30 feet of chain link that they've been using (laughs) since 1920. I found a picture today of an old game where they're out there with that stick. The only benefit (laughs) of that stick is it gives you a little bit of drama when they pull the stick. I'll trade the drama for certain. And you know what's an interesting, this is uh, Mike Florio here in the Rich Eisen Show. This is a good time to have this chat. Is I think the NFL should hook up with um, XFL, USFL and and bring it in. Bring it in-house. And I understand that the minor leagues, so-called minor leagues, are really college football, right? Where the minor leagues for, for the NFL in college football is where players can get their, their, uh, their games going and work on their games and mature. But there still needs to be a developmental aspect of this sport that we are seeing come home to roost with offensive linemen not as fast or as agile as the defensive linemen that are coming into the league now that we're going to see at the combine. There's going to be new records broken. We're not seeing uh, enough quarterbacks with enough experience coming in when there's, uh, I believe, um, this week, Nick Mullins will be different starting quarterback 55 this season after Easton Stick is 54 tonight, Mike that we don't see enough developmental stuff for players, coaches, and even officiating. Like what you just said, great idea. Let's work. Let's, let's show it in a, in a spring league that the NFL is involved with and teams are involved with and scouts are involved with and get it going there and, and, and use all of that as a, as a, a ground for development for every aspect of the sport. What, what do you think about that? I think that's an excellent point. You're coming at the problem from the perspective of someone who cares about the game and wants what's best for the game. That's good. Right. You're not coming at it from the perspective of a business person because developmental leagues don't make money. If developmental leagues make money, the NFL would have one. The NFL wouldn't have shut down NFL Europe or NFL Europa, which was its final name in 2007 when they finally abandoned it. They don't care about developing players and officials unless there's a profit to be earned while doing so. And that's not a criticism. It's a reflection of reality. It's a business. It's a zero-sum game. It's on you to develop, whoever it is, offensive lineman, quarterback, official, sink or swim. You develop with the opportunities you're given, and we're going to have 53 guys on the team, and 11 are going to be on the field, and we don't care if there's this great story where a guy goes from bagging groceries to playing for the Iowa Barnstormers to playing in NFL Europe to going here, there, and everywhere before he becomes a Hall of Famer. We don't care. All we care about 
is what it's going to cost us to have something like that that isn't going to generate profit. And the minute the XFL, USFL becomes consistently profitable is the minute the NFL will buy it. Guaranteed. But what about the idea what so it's going to take Jeff Bezos to call up Roger Goodell and say, man, I wish Easton Stick had uh, more ability before tonight's game. I'm serious. Like, don't you think that the product would work better if all of these kids that are now backup quarterback? I mean, when you and I were kids, I mean, there were grown-ass men that were coming. Like Steve DeBerg would come off the bench, right, with a, with a million snaps under his belt as the backup quarterback. Now we're, we're, it's like, let's see Easton Stick against Aiden O'Connell, who's, you know, they're doing their best. But don't you think the product would be better if these guys had more experience coming into these games? You know? Before I answer your question, yes, I just need to tell you a Steve DeBerg story that I wasn't aware <laughs> oh. of until a year or two ago. We are all Do ears, you know Mike. Story? No. Do you know the Steve DeBerg story about he injured his larynx? And couldn't talk as loud as he needed to to call out signals. So they put a speaker on his shoulder pads that would project his voice no. to his teammates. That actually happened. That actually oh. happened. He had a boom box on his shoulder pad <laughs> so his teammates could hear him. Like anyway, ra- he was the he was radio saying. Raheem of of, uh, <laughs> of, cor- of quarterbacks? Is no, that what you're saying? No, no, it all happened because he got, you know, he got hit anything? in the neck. Say anything. He got, just... <laughs> he got hit in the neck. I don't know if they were playing Peter Gabriel, but he got hit in the neck. <laughs> so, look, Rich, you're absolutely right about quarterback play. Yes. And about the quality of the games. Scoring's down. Last year, they had Troy Vincent on ESPN's pregame show to defend roughing the passer calls. And he said, look, we need to have healthy quarterbacks to have healthy ratings. If you start having a bunch of quarterbacks injuries, nobody's going to watch. Well, Rich, I got a tweet yesterday from the NFL media account that told me that 17.8 million people on average have watched NFL games this year, the highest since 2015. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Bad football, good football, ugly football. We're still going to watch it. It doesn't matter. Now, that might be short-sighted, but maybe it's not. Maybe football is so baked into what we do from September to February that it doesn't matter if the best quarterbacks aren't available. What matters is the game. We tune in to watch the game, and they can take a lot of solace in that. Mike, thanks for the time. Uh, let's uh, one more time uh, talk about your book and, uh, and what, it, uh, what it helps. In- on our way home, 399 ebook on Amazon 9.99 for the print edition and all proceeds go to the Humane Society of Harrison County West Virginia our local no kill shelter taking care of dogs and cats that have been rescued and are awaiting their permanent homes and also offer still stands if you buy 10 of these mm. and you send me the proof of purchase to florio at profootballtalk.com i will send you a free signed copy of the book Attaboy. and thank you rich as always for the chance to get the word Come on out. man it's it's a great cause and um and you're the man i appreciate it if we don't speak in advance uh have a great holiday and uh we'll see you in the playoffs same to you guys great conversation appreciate right it back at see you it's mike. mike florio right here on the rich eisen show he's got his chris i've got mine hey oh <laughs> except you don't make uh north korea references to the end zone that's a you know now i kind of wish i would have thought of that one <laughs> <laughs> just kidding nice I've been outside of North Korea, and it's a little scary. But you're seeing what I'm saying, though, about, like, a developmental league? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, the NFL, get together with The Rock and whatever everyone else, and let's figure this thing out. But obviously, it, would you put your your backup quarterback in a football game? In the spring league? Yeah, I don't know. And where, where somebody rolls up on his ankle, and all of a sudden you got to now, in, in that you sacrifice your backup on the altar of development. Hmm. That's a tough one, man. It's tough. It's like six of one, half dozen the other, yep. right? Yep. Yep. 
You want but that these guys, these to guys have some do need of, reps. Yeah, you, you want know that who needs the most to get better. And you know who needs the most reps is some of these offensive linemen that are coming in. These the Jets. I mean, the Dolphins are in deep trouble with the number of injuries they've had up front. The Jets season. You, you we can blame the quarterback all you want, and the and the coordinator all you want. When you got guys that just get released by one team and are second or third stringers on that team, and they're released, and you pick them up and you're starting them against some grown ass man who runs a four four forty. And at an, an insane weight, yeah, for running that fast, you yeah. know it's going to suck your offense. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Whitworth and uh, Kevin Clark had a really interesting conversation. I bet this they week. did. And uh, Andrew was saying that a lot of it is at college. These guys aren't really taught how to play offensive line Dude, I'm at some of these you. colleges, and they get to the pros, and it's they're kind of shell shocked. Yeah, and they don't really know what they're doing, and they have to get out there. And they're getting their quarterbacks injured. Yeah, because when you're going against somebody else's team, they're not all running like four four, four five, four six. You know what I mean? Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone, including tonight. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. On Monday nights, Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and me for free. Get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Phone calls when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show and setting up our chat with Chris Mannix. Who's got Giannis's basketball? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Game time tickets. Get it on your mobile device right now and use it. It is uh, right around the corner, Christmas time, Christmas vacation. Maybe you're on a traveling uh, spree right now with your family, checking out this show, maybe on your mobile device. And you're like, oh, that show is in town, huh? Oh, wait a minute. This team's in town. I've always wanted to go to this stadium or this spot. Guess what? Game time tickets can get you the tickets you need last minute even. And lowest price guarantee. See the views from your seat before you buy. All in prices show your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Want to get it fast again? You could buy tickets in seconds with two taps. And I've got a promo code for a nice uh, chunk of change off. 
Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create an account, redeem the code RICH, $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, Let's go to Tony in Florida. What's up, Tony? How are you, Rich? Can you hear me all right? I can, Tony. What's on your mind? Rich? I just had a call in. DeVito is giving us juice. The G-Men juice. And listen, Chiefs fans may love their Swifties, but Big Blue loves cutlets. You know what? That's a great analogy. But wouldn't you say, Tony, um, he's giving them sauce instead of juice? Mm. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, Well, listen, if you watched The Godfather 1, 2, forget 3, you understand that what's important is the Italian community really didn't love Godfather in the early stages? Watch the offer. Oh, by the way, we did. I did. Oh, yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, and by the way, great show. By the way, great show. We love the it offer. Three times. Tremendous, tremendous. But listen, we love this script. See what I did there? Oh yes, well done. Now, Tony, you stay Tony? on this phone line right now because this is very important. I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Mike Del Tufo says he knows the Devito family. Knows them, right, Mike? You yeah, know them. Yeah, friends with her, his mother. Okay, you know Lexi, right? Yeah, okay. in my hometown. Okay. Yeah, I grew. I grew up. I grew up maybe three miles from there. I grew up in a town called Roseland. Roseland, come on, I'm from Livingston. Come on, get the hell out of yeah, here, yeah, Tony. <laughs> That's tremendous. My paisan, how you doing? Yeah. When did you When did we you move used, out? When did you move away? We from... used to love. We used to love kicking your tail in football at West. Yeah, Coast. we stunk, but we beat in hockey. Yeah, that's true. All right. It's a family affair. We only put ice in our drinks, not on the rink. (laughs) I used to DJ at Cryons. You remember Cryons? Oh, do I remember Cryons? Yeah. The sheriff used to sit at the bar. He was half a criminal. It was tremendous. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Hey, Tony, do you want to do a podcast with Del Tufo for the Rich Eisen Podcast (laughs) Network? You want to do a pod? I do, but I do want Brockman to Google something for me. I want you to to see Sean Stellato who was a tremendous athlete at Maris, for those that want to Google him. Mm-hmm. But he was also, if you look up the hitman that went after Hyman Roth. Oh, we did that, oh, Tony. Yeah, we did that. Tony, Tony, we were on that already. He's the one who knocked out Johnny Ola. He looks just like him. We have that. We put it on the screen all the time. But I will say this. He's a good man. He is. He was a two-sport athlete at Maris. And i tell you, just like the DeVito family, I'm telling you, the, the DeVito family is rock solid. God bless them. They love their son. They love their country, and they love themselves some football. So, you know what? We're going to roll with it because yep. we're relevant now. And at this point, you know what? We'll take it because, you know, uh, Tommy Cutlass isn't afraid of the moment, and that's something that we can all embrace. Ladies yep. and gentlemen, Tony Florida checking call. in. Well done. Uh, it's now time to check your homework. You Yo. said you were going to reach out to Tommy DeVito's mother. Forrest, um, and uh, I did. you did. Yes. Oh, has Lexi oh. responded to you? Yes. What did she say? I sent Hoskins a, a photograph. She said she wanted the information from you. Oh, there, there we go. go. Send his case. Okay, send oh, his contact. Hey, send his so contact. I, I sent the booker. I sent all the information. Okay. To, so for now Liz? It's the, okay. The, the, it's the two ways have already been done. Okay. All right. So now we just got to wait because he's is, probably being asked by everybody at this point. I'm sure time. he yeah. is. But we're just, you went we straight to the top. Information. I go right to the mom. Well, I mean, I mean you went, mother. yeah, mom. she's right across the hallway from him. If there's anything like my setup when right I would, you know, live with my parents. 
You know? I was downstairs. Right across yeah. the street. On my own. Right across, I mean, right across the... Uh, I was the in homework. the basement. I was in a different All right, floor. so you did your homework. Yes. Job, well, done. well done. See, you Rich. have iPad time tonight. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. what happened oh, in our household. Yeah, Good. I got... Rich takes... I can, you can have your iPad. iPad. I can make Rich your iPad. Rich takes Coop's iPad away, then says, we what, what happened to his team? His hey, team's no messed up. Oh, and he yeah. complains. Excuse me. And then blame Yahoo. He's, he has access to it on his on his uh, laptop. Uh-huh. And then he's just like, but if I do that at school, I could get suspended. I'm like, then do it like you have it in the morning. Hey, don't get caught. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's too literal, by the way. I know. Coop's so literal. I know. Yeah. Did I tell you this story? He was warming up uh, one of his teammates this weekend. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, the, 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 uh, the uh, pitcher said, you know, you know, go further out. Go. Like he made a – because he, was, uh, he wasn't right behind the plate. And he made this motion, and Coop thought he said, get out. Like he didn't want to throw to him. Just leave. I'm like, no, 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 Coop. <laughs> he told him, no, Coop, just move right behind the plate. He said, sweetheart, I'm not going to tell him to risk getting suspended to make sure that – Half his bench was active last night. It, it cost him. And it's kind of funny. Last night, uh, when I saw Embiid, you and I are going against each other this weekend. Embiid, uh, this entire week. When I saw Embiid, actually, I saw the halftime score. Uh-huh. The Pistons were up 70 to, you know, to 50-something. And I'm like, oh, God, 70 points first half. How bad is this going to be? And then I looked, and I saw it was 30 and 10 at halftime. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. And then I saw Giannis had 56 yep and then i'm like well this is a blowout so he'll be done and then at the and then i got an alert that he scored 64 yep how do you get back in the game well what a story that is and we're gonna go we're gonna go deep diving on that one coming up in hour number three as chris mannix joins us from he says he's in phoenix so maybe he's covering the suns because they're killing it man well, the first uh big three for them they all Finally. first time they all played together yep. last night yes there we go yeah. So he's coming up. Your phone calls. My top five most intriguing games of week 15. Spoiler alert. Tonight's game's not on it. <sighs> but you should still watch it anyway. You should. <laughs> the Stick family is. Maybe you shouldn't have told them that. Maybe I'm starting Josh Palmer tonight because Keenan Allen's out. Are that you makes, really doing that? Yeah, but that makes sense. Dude, you're starting Zach Wilson at quarterback and Josh Palmer no, gonna, at receiver for your fantasy playoffs? He Zach is not Wilson serious, is. people. 50-50. I have Flacco in there now, but I gotta say he's Dude, the number the, one receiver. The Bears defense. I would I would I would counsel here. I would counsel. And again, we're talking about for the show. It's better if you start Zach Wilson in your fantasy playoffs. I mean, I would like to win. Which is why I'm telling you. Which is why you should have had a back. Will you do me this play? favor? Take a look at what the Bears deep but before you make this decision, you have time. Take a look at what the Bears defense has been playing like since Phil Snow was hired on as a defensive assistant, which I believe is like nine weeks ago. And then they added Montez Sweat, and everyone's like, what are you doing that for? Well, this team's five and eight, man. And they're only one game out of the playoffs, and they're balling. And Justin Fields is coming to Ohio. The old OH, buddy. I'll just be careful is all I'm saying. Maybe Zach Wilson's a better play. Maybe. And Tyreek Hill may not play either. How about that? Mike McDaniel's making noise about maybe sitting him to make sure he's healthy for the rest of the year. That makes smart. sense. I, I understand it's smart. You know who's smart? Mike McDaniel's smart. Do you know who's freaking out about that? Everybody that made their fantasy playoffs because of Tyreek Hill. Which should be everyone. 
If you have Tyreek Hill and didn't make the playoffs, yeah, right. honestly, call yeah, that's, us. That's on you. I want to know who didn't make it. <laughs> By the way, that's that because uh, we can give one of our famed Rich Eisen show hugs. Yeah. Like, he's literally wide receiver one. If you have him and didn't, and make, didn't the make the playoffs, playoffs like, what's what happened? happened? What happened? What happened to your team? Yeah. You probably had a 200 point bombs dropped on you uh, every single God. week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the way, one of the guys in my league, maybe, maybe oh, that. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs>